The following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. We're the Philadelphia fans. from Ben Franklin High School in Philadelphia. Glad to have you here. Glad to be able to talk some basketball. Glad, you know, here. glad to have you. I want to ask you this question. I want to ask you and Jonesy this question. Do the Sixers need Kyle Lowry to compete in this? <laughs> Do we need Kyle Lowry? That's the name. Need is a strong word. <laughs> need is a very strong word. So do we need Kyle Lowry? Do we, do we need him? Need him for what? He he wouldn't be my target. If I'm looking for a pl- addition, he's not the guy I'm looking for. I mean, we could use him help out with the staff after he retires. He could sit next to Sam Cassell, do a great job. But that's about the only place we need him. If Toronto bought him out and he wanted to come for the minimum, sure. Mm-hmm. T- I, of course. We could do that. Because you're a Philly legend. Mm-hmm. He's but, a legend in Philadelphia. Yeah. But you talk about trading for him where he makes $30 million a year? No chance I want any parts of that. He's old now. He's on the other side. And he's not that Villanova old. Kyle Lowry no more. You know what I mean? He's not Villanova he's not Kyle Lowry. He's not Kyle Memphis Lowry. Kyle Lowry. He's not Houston Kyle Lowry. He's not He's not even early Toronto Kyle Lowry. Nope. In fact, at this point, all he is is the Kyle Lowry who wanted to fight Ben Simmons in the hallway. <laughs> but, hey yo, you wrong for that one, JP. But, no, but, but but I there, there's there are a lot of people, you know, and that's been that's kind of been like the talk over the last week and a half. Because they feel like this team is good, but if they are going to compete in the long run with the Brooklyn's and the Milwaukee's and the Indianas, that a trade needs to be made. They see Kyle Lowry and they say, All right, you know what? Toronto is going is going younger. Toronto, they want to build Toronto around Van Fleet. Siakam, if he can get his head together, because he's had some issues this year. And uh, what's the other bull? His name, his name escapes me. But they're they're well, going to the kid coming off the bench, uh, number twenty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I can't think his name read, but he can shoot. Yeah, twenty four. I was just talking about this kid, man. That's crazy. Uh-oh. Fun fact about Kyle Lowry. Fun but- fact. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry brought that trophy to North Philadelphia yes, and let did. every kid in the hood take a picture with him. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. That's what's Shout up. out to Kyle Lowry, man. Did you take a picture with him? No, I don't joke like that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell the kids, yo, go ahead, go ahead. He's a good go, guy. Go get your no, picture. Go ahead, go talk ahead, to him. Yeah. Talk to him. He's cool. He's really cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Kyle, man, like, he really brought the trophy to his mama's porch in North Philly. Mm-hmm. Like these kids never, you know what I mean? They see it on TV, but they've never mm-hmm. experienced it. So just, you know, the fact that he, and he gives a lot back to Philly, man. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to Kyle Lowry, man. Philly legend. Never take nothing. Definitely. All right, real the question to add now is, is Kyle Lowry the most successful player from Philly? Mm-hmm. That's what they've been asking. I'm just saying. Successful. It's a really debatable thing. 
well, there's a lot of good ballers that came out of Philly. A lot of good ballers, and and I guess I, it's it's like, where do you put, wh- where do you actually put winning the championship? Does winning the championship put you at the top of the list? Right because there, right? It's, it's like all right, right. because the question, all right. The question We're not talking question. best. We're talking most success. Yeah, been in the league for how many years? Mm-hmm. I have one question. Shoot, this, this goes a long way in determining my answer. Okay, does Kobe count? Kobe's not from Philadelphia. That, that's why I asked him. We all know that if Kobe was Philly, <laughs> it wouldn't be a debate. All right, look, man, people, look, you know, people. No, no I, she, she. I'm just telling facts. I'm just saying facts. Like when that's people true. talk about that's me, KB, mm-hmm. I'm not from Philadelphia. I'm from Willow Grove. Mm-hmm. I'm all in Philly. I know everybody in Philly. We all move, but I'm from Willow Grove. They say, "Yo, you're not even from Philly." Like they remind me of this. You know what I'm saying? First, first of all, it's Philly to everybody on everywhere else. Mm-hmm. But if you're here, yeah. If you cause look, man, th- this is this is. Here's the thing: ain't nobody heard of Roslyn, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Don't nobody. Right. Don't nobody know where so, that is, but 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 you brought you know you brought up a good a, a good point you know you, you talk about Kyle Lowry winning a championship was he, was he more successful than she? She won a ring. She, she did. She went two. No, he won one. Got to two. Yeah, one one. Yeah, got one, one got to two. What about Kyle? He got Kyle's one right. Been, yeah, Kyle got, got one. one. Only been to she one. went in college. No, they didn't win. In, they didn't win. No, Villanova won. Villanova. But they We're didn't talking win with success, like we but, high school. Villanova didn't win with but, Kyle. But yeah, Villanova didn't win with Kyle though. Oh, they didn't win with Kyle. I'm thinking I, the other one. Was Kyle? Was, they got there. Was, they was, got there. Was, was like Kyle on that four. team? Was Kyle they, on they that team there. with with Scotty Reynolds when they went to the Final Four? Scotty took a Ray, Kyle Lowry. Uh, who was the other kid that went to the league? Allen Ray, Kyle Lowry, and another one, Randy Foy. I can't think of all. Scotty Reynolds, I think, was right after Kyle. I think, yeah, yeah. Scotty was after. Scotty him. was Scotty was the guy that took him to the Final Four. That was Scotty's team. Mm-hmm. But I know Alan Ray and Kyle Lowry and Randy Foy. Mm-hmm. They 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 had to get to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, they 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 definitely played for a national championship. Mm-hmm. No, no I, am I correct? But I think I remember Sheed making a Final know. Four run too at North Carolina. North Carolina was amazing with Sheed. But she, uh-huh. and, I remember uh, she, she, she man, was there with Stackhouse. she yeah. was there with. Stackhouse. Here's the thing about, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's funny, like like we, I, I think a lot of people, and I, I I talk to you guys about this because I feel like, like Kobe is, I I compare Kobe now, Kobe is is like Tupac status, where I like when Tupac was alive. There were a lot of people. Tupac had a lot of haters when he was alive. <laughs> once, once mm-hmm. Tupac passed away, there were no, there were, there were no more Tupac haters. Everyone loved Tupac. Tupac was my favorite. Tupac popped up on everybody's top five after he passed away. You know, it's like I, I always say because I feel like you know, just because Jonesy and I, we talk, you know, we talk in front of a camera, in front of a microphone every week. They're too many receipts for me to come out here and act like I've been a Kobe fan his whole career. There's too there are too many shows of me just absolutely blasting Kobe. You know, too many times. So. And, and, and it's like 
I, I just I I feel like 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 with with, with Kobe, he's the, he's one of the greatest, if not the you know it's like you I'm okay. like I'll never knock his game like you know, Kobe sucks you know I never say something stupid like that, but you know, it was like like I I kind of rejected Kobe because when I left the Philly area to go to college, Rasheed mm-hmm. was the guy. When I was in high school, Rasheed was that guy. Rasheed that was, was 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 must was must see TV when, when he was at Gratz. Like that mm-hmm. was a, like for me that was the thing because you remember when like, he came play us at Abington. Mm-hmm. He beat us I, by ninety. <laughs> this is no lie. Mm-hmm. They beat us by ninety. Uh, like, right back to like, Philly. Like to me, <laughs> like to me, like the guys that I followed when I was in high school. That kind of stood out to me. It was Rashid, and if you remember uh, Fred Carter, yeah. the coach of six, his son went to Wissahickon. His son went to Wissahickon and gave North Penn the business. Mm. Came into North Penn and just gave them every bucket they could hand, just, just. And I sat there, and, and for me, it was like, like, like Abington. That was my old squad. I moved to North Penn. But everybody on Abington squad, those were those were day ones. I talk about I talk about Ron, known Ron since the first grade. Abington at the time had Warren Sunkey, that was my bull. Yeah, yeah. Had had, da- had had Damon Neely, that was my Damon, guy. Shout out to Damon. Damon um, was like six six. Yeah, Damon was like six six in the fifth grade. Yeah, you know, as far yeah, as like, right. you know, Seriously, seriously, not David was a dude like for real for like my entire life. He was always three feet bigger than me, yeah. you know. But 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 nonetheless, like those were my guys. So it's like you know, like I was cool with guys on 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 North Penn. I was cool, with, you know, Jody Johnson. That's my guy. You know, Demetrius Robbins. That's my guy. But it was like 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 I wasn't a North Penn fan. So when when, when Carter came in and just just worked us that day, you know, I'm like, oh, that sucks. But in the like the back of my mind, I'm. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> like, like these white boys ain't ready, but but nonetheless, it was like it it, it was Fred Carter's son, and it was she. Mm-hmm. It was like that was mm-hmm. the thing, you know, like what you doing, you know, like what you doing today? Hey, yo, yo, we gonna go? Y'all trying to go into the city and watch Gratz play? So I go away, you know, around the same time. Uh, I think around the same time uh, she leaves for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I come back from school. And the conversations changed. Now mm-hmm. everybody who was going losing their mind for she is now like, yo, Laura Marion got this dude. Hold on, Kobe. And and, mm-hmm. and and understand at the time, only dude who who you know only dude who had left from high school went straight to the league was KG. Mm-hmm. KG was in the league. Mm-hmm. But, th- you know, it wasn't what it is today. So you talking and about Kobe was the first perimeter player to do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the thing about it, it was, was always a seven footer before that. Mm-hmm. Moses Malone. Moses yeah. Malone. Hey, somebody like K- that. K- yeah. You know, technically, Sean Kemp, you know, he went to Kentucky, never mm-hmm. played for them, though. Yeah. But the thing about Kobe was like, like, I didn't like what she I'd followed his game. I had followed his career. So I mm-hmm. knew about him. I, you know, I came back and everyone's talking about. I didn't know anything about Kobe because I'd been in Baltimore the whole time. <coughs> and all I'm we'll see, me, we'll see, Kobe and I were the same high school class. Mm-hmm. So I saw his Whoa. career. 
Mm. Yeah, I was watching that the whole way through. Good. So I've seen Kobe on the AU circuit. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: Kobe played AU with Rip Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And them oh, two remember. together. I remember those days. You oh, did I not want to play Kobe and Rip Hamilton in a tournament. What? Oh, that's buckets are packed. I'm talking about wall to wall, standing room only, mm-hmm. and just to see both of them come up from high school together and get to the league together, mm-hmm. and they played in the championship against each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for right. our area, that was like. But to your point, you know what I mean? having them on the same team with that, they have both true guard game with the length and the athleticism to play mm-hmm. as successful pros. Like, it's one thing when you see, like, a big man with a guard or something. But to see two wings like that on the same team at a high school level, yeah. that's yeah. devastating. Like, what you going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> what so, you going to And Kobe would gun rip out. Let's put mm-hmm. that out there. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, it, it, Kobe would have gun anyone out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we, we, himself, he'll tell you. The sh- we had Kobe's high school point guard on the show right after he passed last year. His um, Emory Dabney is one of my boys. So we okay. had him on. Mm-hmm. Hey, but yeah, Kobe was never scared to get his shots up. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, and it's like, like it's it's funny hearing the stories about him now because it's like that's that's all I heard when I came back. You know, you compare that to other players when I was home and I'm watching their games so I could see them. Like I knew what you got with 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 Rasheed, but with Kobe, like people were saying, he doesn't have a natural position. What's he going to play in the M- You know, what's he going to play in the NBA? Can he play the three? Is he too small to play the three in the NBA? Does he have the jumper to play the two? Does he have the Does he have the uh, the handle the to play the handle point one, to, to play handle one. one? Like, what's he going? What is he going to do? So, because it's like he Rasheed comes up the first year too. Yeah. Didn't he? Well, you know. He had well. He had Dell Harris, and Dell Harris is old school. He's not going to sit there and get it, like you're going to tell you're going to tell Dell Harris, "I want you to play this rookie right out of high school." Now you got Eddie Jones on the team. You going to sit Eddie Jones for you know? Now, now granted, they have Eddie Jones. Uh huh. Ooh, they're starting. That's a bad Jones. boy. That's that's what yeah, I'm talking Kobe about. He was a rookie. He was playing. Their starting guards were Van Exel and Eddie Jones. Mm-hmm. Who you you know like yeah yes hindsight being twenty twenty you know yeah, you know, yeah, you know who you're gonna start but you know at that nineteen ninety six you gonna tell Dell Harris the sit Kobe Del- wasn't ready yet yeah to that yeah I remember I remember Kobe's airballing a shot in the playoffs yes uh-huh. against the that Jazz lose right. Mm, I think it was right? the Jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, def- he definitely airballed. I wanted to he airballed that joint. Held the follow through and everything. He mm-hmm. might have airballed twice if I'm trying to think of it right. He might have airballed twice. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't even that dude to be, you know, against Van Exel and Eddie Jones was mm-hmm. a. That was my guy, mm-hmm. man. Had oh, one yeah. of the smoothest games. Like he oh, glid to like when he took off, it was like he was gliding to. Yes. Yeah, he, yes. That Eddie. First of all, once once again, that Eddie Jones, Aaron McKee backcourt at Temple was just was, was everything to me. You want to like 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 you talk about Eddie Jones being your guy. Aaron McKee was is my all time 
favorite Blue. temple guy because he like I thought his game was smooth. I thought his flat top was smooth. I thought his jumper was smooth. I thought everything Arabic key like you couldn't tell like like for real. Like I like the Fab Five, but the fact that they beat Temple two two times in a yeah. row in the champion in, in in the tournament is a knock against them. Yeah. Like yes, Fab Five is great. Uh, you know, you know they 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 was good for the culture, but they also but they also beat Temple twice. Yeah, they They beat Temple twice. And Aaron McKee is that guy. Shout out to Aaron. He's yes. back at Temple yes. coaching, yes. and he's recruiting local kids. Yes. So that's what we want to see. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, if you want to get that program back to where he's where he needs to be, where it used to be, that's where I think, to me, where it starts is get recruiting the best of the best local kids first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then going out from there and trying to maybe fill it around them. But yeah. you got to win Philly first. There's enough ballers, there. There's enough ballers lose, here. Losing too many to Penn State. You know, they go out to Happy Valley. You know, <laughs> like why you would you know? It's I, I guess they staying in state. That's a good thing. But yeah, I, but I agree with you. You know, you know, recruit locally. But uh, let me let me get let me get back to the, the let me get back to the Sixers because I want to get I want to get your thoughts on Ben Simmons. Both of your thoughts on Ben Simmons and the season that that he has had played better basketball over the last. Oh, you sitting back. Let's, oh, he right. sat back he on me. Back. Whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Sit back. Back. Playing, playing better. He's playing better basketball over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. A debate that Jonesy and I have had probably for the last, how long has Ben been in the league? Four, year, four years playing ball? We've had this discussion probably three of those four years. You see how he's playing now. Does how he's playing now count as evolution in his game? Are you seeing evolution in the game of Ben Simmons? I got to ask this every time Ben Simmons plays good ball. Yes. Yes, I do. Let me explain. Okay. Now, a lot of people are flashy. They love points. They want him to shoot. They want him to score. And I get it. I get it. That's what y'all want. I get it. But the way this kid is playing defensively, Mm-hmm. I love it. the way he's seeing the floor. He's starting to understand how to play without the ball. He's starting to find a role for himself. And uh, I think he is evolving. You know, mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. Now, I don't think he's ever going to be a 20 point a game guy. And I don't think his game could ever evolve to that. So I'm not asking for that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to pick out, I'm going to single out the last part of what you said. Mm-hmm. You said he's, he's starting to learn. He's starting to learn how to play without the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, JB will let you know for the last couple of years where I said he wasn't his game wasn't evolving is because he wasn't doing those things mm-hmm. like while he wouldn't shoot but if the ball wasn't hand, in his hands he's kind of just standing around not knowing what to do at all yep. mm-hmm. so I'm like well I might I might have seen some development with certain skill sets that he already had I didn't really see his game evolve this year I'm st- like you like you mentioned he's starting to figure out how to play without the ball and how, how to start doing those other little things that he needs to do, especially if he, he's not going to shoot. Mm. So I, I would agree with you now. I am starting to see some of evolution in his game. Not as much as I want to see. Mm, I, still, I, I still want to see him when the defense da- dares him to shoot. To shoot Take that one. I'm not saying yeah. I want him to be out here pulling every time. <laughs> 
coach, I see you shaking your head. Because I told my kid today, I said, listen, man, you're 0% from the three-point line. You shoot another three, you're sitting down with me. You know, I don't care if the, the, the other defense backs all the way up to the daggone bench. Mm -hmm. You better not shoot that three-pointer, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, I think Ben can't shoot. Uh, I don't want him to shoot no more than 10 feet. Give me the little jump hook. I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. If Ben start jacking up deep twos and, and three-pointers, I'm cutting the tube off, man. I don't want to see that. That's bad mm -hmm. basketball. Now, see, my position, I don't, it's not that I want him jacking them up, but I, I want him at least to make the defense respect the idea he's willing to shoot. But not you, you can't because he can't shoot. So he's going to go... See, two for eleven. Two for eleven. Where we say he can't shoot, I don't know that because like Ben Ben Simmons last year shoot five threes, make two of them. You're forty percent shooter. That's two of five. But he's just not shooting enough sample size wise for me to say one way or the other. It's not like I, when you look at him shooting. When you, the rare few times you've seen him jump, shoot a jump shot, mm -hmm. do you think his mechanics were just broken and not fixed? Not like he just had a bad shot. I just think I, the LSU Ben really couldn't shoot. I don't. I just don't think Ben was ever a good shooter ever. Mm. Yeah, I, and I agree with you. I don't think he was ever like the guy who just. And I, and I don't want him to shoot. Him. All right, perfect example: a young Rondo or a young Jason Kidd would not shoot the ball. Mm. They would shoot the ball occasionally, mm -mm. not a lot. Neither, mm -mm. neither one of them looked for their shot. But there were certain times you'd see them at least like, man, I have to put this one up. It mm -mm. might be, it might be mm -mm. once every three or four games, but you would see it. Mm -mm. I disagree, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I seen them teams back up off of Rondo, and uh -huh. Rondo be at the foul line, pounding it, pounding it, pounding it. He didn't want to take that shot. Jason Kidd's jump shot was so bad. Oh my God, when he we came used in, used to call him Aces. It was so bad. Okay, he no had game. two years where he just would not shoot. Now, I think by with Ben been in the league, four years, three years? About four uh -huh. years. About this four is fourth years. Fourth year. But four years in, Ronda was shooting. Jason mm -hmm. Kidd was shooting. Their first mm -hmm. two years was definitely like Ben. You know, so Ben is definitely taking that further into his career than those two have. Mm -hmm. but, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, those guys, like, a kid eventually turned into a guy who would really who can knock him down. Mm -hmm. but, and I think Ben can, too. Mm -hmm. But you have to show the willingness to do it at some point. And no, I'm fucking ten footers though. I, I don't care where he shoots. I'm not saying I need him shooting thirty footers like he's Dave Willard <laughs> or Steph. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Mm -hmm. But I just want the defense to respect the fact that he's up. He has got something other than a layup and a dunk. Be more than a, you know? be more of a willing shooter. You wanted to be yeah, a because so. I'm watching Ben at the at the out of the perimeter and guys who's guarding him is literally under the rim. Mm -hmm. that, I can't have that either. Mm -hmm. So me personally, as the coach, I would have Ben bring the ball up because he does get the ball up court safely, and that's mm -hmm. what I want for my PG. Absolutely. Get the ball court up safety, get my offense running, mm -hmm. and go down there. Yeah. Hang around on the other side of NB, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. play off of that cut, like we say, without the ball, Ben's starting to see cutting lanes and things like that. So I think that's where his danger is, you know. He's really, but the team is shooting like third in the league when he's in the game from the three point line. Oh, uh, mm. 
and a lot of them are off his assists. Off of his assists. Yeah. So when he gets the ball up court, brother, and he he's doing his thing, that's where the danger is. And mm -hmm. if you're just so worried about everybody else, then I'm a dunk on you. So basketball is supposed to be simple, and let, let's just keep it simple. You start asking Ben to do something he's uncomfortable with, he's not going to be comfortable on the court. You're going it's, it's going to be a bad situation. Okay. It's going to be a bad situation. I would not. I, I want Ben to be comfortable. I, I don't want you to be afraid. You don't have to shoot. I want to give you the confidence that you can do other things and still make money here mm -hmm. with the Sixers. And I, I, I like the way he's playing. Okay. I like I'm the way Tobias is playing because Tobias had to. Mm -hmm. Now, without Tobias being who he is, this mm -hmm. Ben game doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Look, mm -hmm. Tobias, I don't know how long this Doc Rivers thing is going to last in in Philadelphia. I hope it lasts for a long time. Ever. Tobias Ever. needs to be on this team for as long as he can while Doc is here. If Doc has to go somewhere else, he has to take – that needs to be part of his if, – if Doc asks for a buyout, like, look, it's time to go. Look, I, I need I need Tobias to come with me. Give me my guy. But it was funny. Mm -hmm. I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of the offensive system Doc ran with the Clippers during all those Chris Paul years and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely love what he's doing with the Sixers and how he's making helping these pieces fit together. And I think, yeah. uh, honestly, I, I think, uh, like, wh how would you, how would you compare the job that he's doing right now with the Sixers? Would you compare it to what he did in a Boston or the Clippers, or is this just some? Is this completely different from what you've seen from Doc Rivers in the past? Definitely different, man. They gave Doc a big man, a real big man. He was, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, thirsty for a big man. So mm -hmm. he had good power forward. Yeah, he had KG. KG was playing the four. Yeah, but Griffin, but he's highly overrated. He got a five, a real center, and everybody yeah. in Philly the whole past couple of years been saying, "And B, take your butt down low. And B, take your butt down low. Mm -hmm. And B, go down low." That's all Doc did. Mm -hmm. Doc just came and said what we all said for the past couple of years: "And B, take your butt down low." We're gonna and play the thing is, it's not post. that MB can't shoot the jump shot; it's that. Instead of playing from outside in, now you're playing from inside out. And I think, mm -hmm. I, honestly, I think that that's more teaching because I think Embiid is somebody who Embiid want. I think Embiid has always wanted the offense to go through him. But I think if mm -hmm. you're a five and you want the offense to run through you, you got to do you got to do what Coach said. You got to take your butt down to the go down low. You got to go down low, man. Because well, Embiid before that. You got to get in shape and be able to change ends because if mm -hmm. you're the last guy getting down court, I can't run nothing. Through. And mm -hmm. B showed up in shape. All mm -hmm. this is credit to the coaching staff. I want to mm -hmm. say that, man. Mm -hmm. These guys are doing a tremendous job. And watch how they talk to Ben. Like they're always in Ben's ear. They're always saying this and they pointing. And mm -hmm. I love the staff. I love the staff. And it's full of NBA players. Mm -hmm. Guys that's been in the situation. And, and, mm -hmm. Guys who've been around the game for a long time. They can tell you all the ins and outs of how it works. Mm -hmm. And and I, I I guess like to me, I was leery of that. I was leery of that because I wasn't sure if a guard could teach a big man how to be a big man. Oh, absolutely. You know, a guard's the best person to teach him. You know who Doc had as a big man? Come on now. Yeah, no, no, I, I understand. No, sports. I, no, I, no, I understand. But I guess Mr. Rollins was down there, man. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 
Look, you said Tree Rollins. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Pat Ewing. You know, because Doc was on all those. Doc did come to New York. He came to New York. Yeah, he had he had Pat Rollins and Kevin Willis in the post. And I, I get with big man. Yeah, I guess like like to me like you knew you knew that Embiid was raw. And I, I just always, and when it became evident that the Sixers, when they, you know, back in the, the infancy of the process, once it became evident that the Sixers turnaround was going to be built around the big man, once they decided which big man they were going to keep, whether it was going to be Embiid, whether it was going to be Oak, or whether it was going to be uh, Nerlens, but it was like someone needs to teach this big boy how to play. Play with his and, back to you the know, basket. Play with his back to mm-hmm. the basket. And it obviously was not happening with Brett Brown. And it was like, okay, I'm like, who is going to teach this big man? And it's something that I had said. I'm like, like one of the biggest travesties of, of this whole thing was when the Sixers had all those big men, uh, Daryl Dawkins and Moses Malone both passed away. Those are two big men in your organization that, you know, your future is the big man. Yeah. Those were, you know, those were yeah. two people who I would have loved to have been able to just say, "Hey, you know what? You need yeah. to, hey, go sit next to that guy. Just talk to him for. I don't need you to play today. Sit out, <laughs> go down there, go sit, yeah, go sit next to Moses and figure it out." Dal yeah. Dawkins was a coach, you know. Dal Dawkins mm-hmm. coached the game, and it yeah. was like it, like it, it blew my mind. It was like, wow, to you know. Two quality centers in this organization passed away right as we brought it. We had a whole brought rack big of big men. Yeah, we had a rack of big men at the time. But now you yeah, had Okafer and Noel. That was the worst. I'm sorry. I'm not an Okafer fan. I'm no, sorry, y'all. I'm with you. I was never an Okafer fan. I couldn't cheer for this guy. His feet were too slow for the modern NBA. Is he in the league? Yes. He's in the league? Yeah, he's, I think he's, he's still in, around, yeah, but he's, he's deep in, I think in somebody's he's in De- bench. Yeah, I think he's in Detroit now. Yo, he shouldn't even be on a bench. I got a kid in the G League right now that deserves his spot, man. Straight up. Somebody call my man. You know what I mean? Uh, I got a guy right now that needs that spot. See, and that's why I respect, I respect the basketball acumen of the two men that I'm speaking to. Because I, I will admit, sometimes, you know, I I get blinded by the highlights. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and, and, and I rush the judgment. And I'm not going to lie. Because once again, I have a microphone and a whole archive full of t- full, full of, of receipts. <laughs> I, I wanted Okafor here. I, th- I saw what he was doing. It, and I was wrong. And you I were could, one of them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was. You were one of them. Yeah, they're, 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 you, you go through the archives, whether it be on uh, Spotify or, or the SoundCloud. I would that draft by yeah. That I, hurt I, my heart, brother. That I, hurt my heart. I I hoped he would do well, but that, that was just wishful thinking because he was part of the Sixers. Who we had? Okafer. We had Okafer. NCW. And folks, who was the worst out of the three? Been old. folks, I, MCW and Okafor. I, I don't like MCW either. Mm-hmm. I don't like folks, mm-hmm. but folks is at, at least okay. You know what? M- MCW, mm-hmm. MCW, because yeah. honestly, you know what? I, I can oh, see I, that too. Picture, picture this you're a point guard, 
You're and you're not like a Ben Simmons six ten point guard. You're a standard NBA point guard, and you have the worst field goal percentage in the league outside of five feet. <laughs> like, no, think, like the worst in the league outside of five feet. That's a real stat. That was our number one pick. Uh, it, 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 but but the thing the thing about it is is like you talk about that stat. Here's 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 here 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 was a knock on MCW for me. MCW comes in with with Nerlens. Nerlens sits out his first year. MCW wins mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. Now it's Nerlens' first year. They're playing with MCW. They're you know they they Sixes is trash, but we knew they were going to be trash. They mm-hmm. trade MCW and Nerlens instantly gets better. That was probably the best stretch of basketball Nerlens Noel played as a pro. He mm-hmm. was getting bucket. He was getting buckets on the offensive end, and he was a defensive stalwart on the de- on. He was on, definitely on, playing on defense. great defense. He was yeah. playing great. De- that was the the Nerlens no, Noel probably played his best stretch of basketball with Ish Smith mm-hmm. and and, uh, and Isaiah Canning. and Isaiah Canning. And Tony wrote and Tony Roten. That wasn't. That's all I need. That's all I needed to see on MCW. I'm like, yo, how is this dude a beast? <laughs> Not my man Tony Roten, guys. Oh, Tony Roten, Tony Roten, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Cannon, Ish Smith, and and Nerlens Noel in like three months started to play like the rookie of the year. He played mm-hmm. him. He played himself into the rookie of the year conversation. Once they got rid of MCW, and that he played is, his fucking for a contract. That's mm-hmm. what he did. Then he go get a contract somewhere, nice mm-hmm. one, right? He did. Yeah, shout out to him. Like mm-hmm. he was playing great defense. He he really was blocking shots. Yeah. He was like a yeah. really enfor- a real good enforcer. I I mm-hmm. would not have minded. You know, as I, I I I understand what made Dwight Howard more uh, attractive. When they were looking for a big man to come off the bench, but I absolutely would not have minded if the Sixers brought back uh, Nerlens Noel this past. Oh, I absolutely would have. You would have <laughs> I, I would have been mad. I would have been why? furious. Why? I might have turned in my my Sixer pass no, for a couple days. Turn, turn for a couple days, I only do two days. Like Facebook put you in jail <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? Only do a couple days, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, temporary suspension. I think you need winners. To learn how to win, and the fact that Dwight Howard just won a championship, just come in. You see him on the sideline mm-hmm. when we play. How he is on the sideline? Yep, yep. That's the championship thing right there. You know what I mean? That's 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 like something a coach can't coach. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just got to be there. So what he brings to us, man, on the sideline is good enough for me, man. Good good pickup. Good pickup. All right. Look, man, it's almost time for us to get on out of here, man. Been talking, man. Thank you, guys. Always. Oh, it's been fun. Thank it's, it's, you. Zach, look, I can, I can get a good guest every now and then. <laughs> you know? You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes.